of Weeb Weekly, an anime podcast bringing you all the news you need to know from the weeby world and perhaps slightly beyond. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Reese, and I'm joined, as always, by the man with a million figurines, Steve, the Save Point cosplayer. The man with one million and three figurines. Wow. It is finally happening. Oh I got, <laughs> after 84 years, as Rose from Titanic uh, typically says... My figures have shipped. Wow. Which but ones? That was both uh, the, the, the Kenshin and um, Shishio ones, that, that pair would look great. And also Chizuhu Mezahara. She's also coming wow. too. Wow. Yeah, finally. God, I, I forgot about them because I, I got an email from FedEx and it's like, hey, package is coming soon. And I'm like, what the the hell did i order i have no clue yeah, who knows who so knows. i had to do and also it was like a week it was something very weird oh god i have to look it up i'm not gonna look it up right now but it was something like not it didn't say like from crunchyroll it was something very strange like you would not expect like a, like a weird name and i was just like what the heck is happening uh let me see do i have it no that's the crunchyroll one that is amazon Whatever. doesn't matter. But yeah, they're finally coming now, and now the hard part is is where to put them. Who am, wow. I, who am I taking down? You getting rid of? Joe. Taking you down. Well, I'm not going to throw away. Anyway. Who, who, would I, who would I put away? I mean, who, I mean, who does Joe dislike? Should I put away Len from Sword Art Online Alternative? Sure. What? I don't even really know who that is. You didn't watch... Uh, every single piece of Sword Art Online? You're no, fake. I didn't. I never watched uh, Alternative. Fake fan. Yeah. Fake fan. Don't you want uh, Sword Art Online without Kirito in it? <laughs> I heard it was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. good right? it, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I mean, uh, better than whatever you would classify the worst Sword Art arc. I don't know. Who cares? But uh, that's not all, Joe. On my okay. end, too... I finally, finally found a potentially decent Roy Mustang outfit. Because as you know, nice. I've been searching. And I did purchase one. And I have nothing against, like, you know, cheaper cosplay qualities. Because you know what? Everyone has their own price. I'm not going to gatekeep people. But, you know, I was looking for something a lot better. And I, you know, Joe, it was just as simple as what if I just typed in expensive Roy Mustang cosplay <laughs> in Google, and uh, I got I got some stuff. So I reached out to some sellers. So I was like, oh, these actually look a lot better than expected. So I will see. It's gonna take six like six to eight weeks probably in total to like nice. to make and ship over here. But I'm very excited for that. Nice. Joe. Exciting, exciting stuff. Joe, what have you been up to? Um, I mean, I read the newest One Piece chapter. That's about. I love this every week. That's all I got week. for you, dude. That's all I got for every you. Every week. I can't believe you haven't finished. I, I can't believe I actually have avoided all spoilers for Demon Slayer. Yeah, well, I don't really use Twitter anymore, Steve, so. Wow. Well, actually, uh, I, I'm. So I don't really. Although I do watch TikTok, but the 
somehow not a lot of like I don't know clips being posted on TikTok. I know all of Euphoria. I'll tell you that. I've never watched an episode <laughs> of Euphoria. I can tell you I can tell you everything that happens in that show thanks to TikTok. But um, no, not Demon Slayer. That yeah, show that shows in, in, insane how big how big Euphoria is. That's crazy. Oh my god, blew up. Exploded. Yeah. I don't know. It just came out of nowhere. Are we old, Joe? That I don't watch this. <laughs> it just, I think. I think it was a good quarantine show because it was definitely not this hot in its first season. I yeah, I agree. It was not this popular, but I think a lot of people probably watched it during over quarantine, and it's been like there's like two years in between seasons or something like that. Because mm-hmm. um, I think because of COVID, so I think people were were hungry for it. Were okay. Ready for it. All right. Um. Let's see what else I have here too. Oh, so also related to cosplay too. I find it um, interesting that we have our wonderful uh, uh, that we have, unfortunately, some terrible conflict between Russia and Ukraine. And related to cosplay, I actually use a um, there's a commissioner I work out of uh, from St. Petersburg in Russia, and oh, wow. you know uh, I've used her to commission some accessories in the past and some props and other things, and yeah, uh, I was getting some quotes and estimates for upcoming cosplay. She's like, I don't know if I can send you. And Should no, seriously, it? it's yeah. like I can't even like like PayPal. I uh, usually use PayPal. Yeah. Can't use PayPal at all. And I was like, no. oh yeah. And she also has like an, uh, an OnlyFans. She, she's also a cosplayer too. And she's like, I've been locked out. My main source of Damn. income can't get it. And I'm like, that really sucks. I don't know. I got, <laughs> just this is even affecting me. Uh, affecting you know tangentially all this other stuff at the end of that, i hope it's just resolved quickly that's all i'll say but it's just crazy yeah. how how much crazy it's crazy it, how it's how the tendrils like you know expand like that it's affecting you in this way um would i ever be affecting. use uh her services i don't know anymore uh, yeah yeah I don't, I don't know or only fans i don't know those are coming out but so hopefully it yeah hopefully it all comes out but it's just interesting is interesting to continue to watch the different ways that this this conflict is affecting the world at large on small scales and large scales absolutely but joe was the the last thing i added was some lost judgment news were you aware of this dlc yeah we knew this was coming you did i didn't know i didn't know when it was coming um i think it i think it just got a date um, yeah, they, they had said way at the start, they were like, hey, you got a DLC coming, you get to play as Kaito. I'm on the PlayStation blog right now. They gave, they posted a story, I think earlier today, maybe. Uh, yeah, one day ago. Um, giving a little bit more of a breakdown of it. Um, I'll play this. Hell yeah, I'll play this. We got Kaito, he's out there, four, four chapters. Yagami's out of town. Kaito's left <laughs> to take on the remaining work at the Yagami Detective Agency. Everything changes when Kaito is offered a case with a lucrative 20 million yen reward to find a CEO's missing wife. Things take a twist when it is revealed that the missing person in question is Kaito's ex-lover, Mikiko. Left to put together back together the pieces of his past and discover the fate of a woman presumed dead. Kaito won't stop until he's cracked this case for good. Great. Awesome. I'm in. That's it. Wow. I'm good. Yeah, I just I'm just surprised. Is this the first? Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the first um, Yakuza with like DLC, like story DLC? Uh, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Maybe Yakuza Seven. Yeah. Got some. I don't know. Uh, but cool. I'm into it. A nice little short case tied me over 
until probably like you know, September, October when Yakuza 8 presumably comes out. Okay. Uh, one day I'll get to it. I'm I'm getting yeah. th- I'm almost done with the DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn and, and going to be going into Horizon Forbidden West. Great. That's great. Great. The last thing I had, Joe, is Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm. The movie. It's coming soon. Yeah. Have you purchased your tickets? I want it. No. Do you I want, want it. Do you want, it. want to commit and purchase the tickets right now? Sure. Do you okay? I want it. Let's find it. All right, I already have it up, Joe. No Lincoln no Square. You got seven, seven forty-five, and nine o'clock. What is the date? This is this is. Let's check right here. We're doing this live, folks. So this are pre-tickets, and I'm looking right here. This is Thursday, March seventeenth. This is day of. March seventeenth, and we're saying we're saying like seven or seven forty-five. That's correct, sir. Well, seven forty-five. It just to be safe. Seven forty-five. Okay. Just to be safe. So this means I'm going to commit, Joe, of watching, watching all of Jujutsu Kaisen before the movie. Or before after? the movie. Before the movie. Oh my god. Oh my before. God. I'm going to do oh it. Oh my god. Callie's oh Callie's doing it. I'm going to. And Joe, I I've, I've done it before. Didn't I do all of Demon Slayer? You did it. Yeah, and you originally did it I was like, eh, Demon Slayer's okay. And then I'm like, uh, actually, this is pretty good. I'm going to get some uh, center seats. F row. Is that okay with you? Yeah, I like it. I okay. like this a lot. All right. It's committed. So I'm excited. I'm like really stoked for this movie, actually. I, I mean, we've covered it so much. So I'm not surprised how, you know, that I've already seen some. We, we're getting some good seats that it's already like, you know, a bunch of seats getting in here. And it is just palpable how much people are waiting for this in the united in, in the united states yeah. here yeah mm-hmm. but yeah i mean technically yes this is a prequel so mm-hmm. i i in theory in theory don't have to w- watch but i think it'll know. help though i think it'll help because i'm pretty sure it's like a prequel i'm pretty sure one of the characters is like this is like his downfall he's like one of the main antagonists in the main in the show and i think mm-hmm. this you see him like his like fall from grace yeah, from like man. a good guy to a bad guy in this movie. I think, I think. All right, Joe. Well, I purchased tickets and as you know, unfortunately this is not covered with um, a list. So I you're know. not going to, you're not going to get an email thing, but uh, it's I there know. Thursday, seven forty-five. bummer. Japanese with English subtitles. Respect AMC. Come on. Come on. Come on. All right. You let me. You let me see IMAX Batman. The, <laughs> you let me get a thirty dollar ticket for for like nothing. You won't let me see my anime movies on AMC A list. Really, really? <laughs> We're seeing this on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> oh, is that St. Patrick? Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Let's find out Yuta. Hopefully he's okay. Nervous high school student who is suffering from a serious problem. His friend what, Rika Steve. has turned to a curse and won't leave him alone. I'll tell you what, dude. This guy's not in the show. So <laughs> these are not looking good. <laughs> not well, I mean we were fooled. <laughs> things are not looking good. I was fooled with um <laughs> Oh God, I forgot her you know, her name. Yeah. Oh, sort of. Uh, yeah, Asuna's best friend friend yeah whereas like well she's never mentioned again just not looking good well she may still die. yeah she's yeah. totally she's totally dead i don't i have no idea she's totally dying all right 
Committed. Done. Got to finish it in. I'm, I'm, I got like, two weeks. A week and a half. I got a week and a half. No, it's next week, Steve. That's next week. I'm starting tonight. Next Thursday. Jeez, Louise. Oh, Jesus Christ. What am I doing to myself? All right. I'll <laughs> stay tuned, weekly fans, so I record next week to All see righty. if I finish it. All right, All Joe. Are we ready to get into the week that was? I sure am. All right. Well, uh, John, uh, go, go go right oh, ahead. Go whoa, right John, ahead. Oh, whoa, John whoa. Cho. What are we talking Poor about, John, John Cho? Cho? Poor John Cho. John Cho's out there. He's talking to IndieWire. This is from Samantha Bergeson. And John Cho is very bummed about the very shocking Cowboy Bebop cancellation. It was very shocking, and I was bummed. Cho told The Hollywood Reporter while promoting his YA novel Troublemaker. Hell yeah, John Cho, out there writing a YA novel. Good for you. I was very warmed by the response to the show. I wish I could have contacted everybody and gotten hugs. I'm mystified a little bit about how you can connect with people you don't know doing your work, but I don't question it. I will value it and treasure it. I'm just really deeply appreciative that anyone would care. It's stunning to me. The series grabbed 74 million viewers uh, hours globally in its first week. After bowing, debuting, bowing, debuting November 19th, but those numbers dropped by 59% in the next week. It also faced mixed reception, garnered a disappointing 47% on Metacritic. I put a lot of my life into it. I've gotten injured shooting the show. So I took a sh- uh, year off because of the surgery and devoted myself to rehab. Came back, finished the show. It's this huge mountain for me to climb, healing from that injury. feel good about myself as a result. We also shot the show in New Zealand, so my family moved there. It was just a huge event in my life, and it was suddenly over. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Sad. Yeah. Bu- bummed. I think I think we were I mean, we've covered this already in our podcast. I still find it uh shocking to be honest that it was just canceled immediately. Yeah. Like not even after like just after it aired. It wasn't like, "Oh, it's aired and we're kind of in this nebulous period that Netflix hasn't said it's renewed. Maybe they're just crunching into some numbers and reviewing. They're like, no, as soon as, as soon as it dropped, like two days later, it's like, now nah, we're done. We're not doing this yeah. anymore. We were just yeah. I'm like, wow. Okay. So yeah. again, we don't think the actors were the problem. I think they did great. No, I think like people, obviously people making this, I think obviously like, cared and tried to make something good i just don't think it ended up being very good unfortunately. no mm. um, which is a bummer but it is what it is there it is what it is we will Sometimes. never see that season two what happens to the radical ad ever again maybe that's yep. for the better yep <laughs> yep yep so next one oh my god this is oh i am not bummed out this is hot off the press this is a fast story that we're keeping track of last week we talked about the yaoi paddles coming back but now breaking news fans uh uh dojin vendor hendane the yaoi paddle kickstarter was not authorized this is coming from of course anime news network from kim morrissey reporting on this that the uh Jojin vendor Hendani was involved in a copyright dispute with the Yowie Battle Kickstarter, accusing it of, quote, blatantly stealing our design. Uh, unquote. The company said in a tweet on Saturday, we weren't asked for permission and we do not give it period drop the mic uh kickstarter the kickstarter campaign which aimed to bring back the 
spanking accessory. As a novelty item reaches goal of 1,800 pounds on its second day, but is currently unavailable due to the ongoing copyright intellectual property dispute. And uh, the need description of the copyright material as follows, uh, quote, a, a wooden paddle exactly the same as the one previously sold and copyrighted by Hendani. Uh, These paddles are banned from nearly every convention and are harmful for our business operations of sold in their current form and configuration. I like that. Like, we made this. We never want to see it again. We are using the law to stop this from ever coming to see the light of day. And thank you um copyright law for preventing these paddles coming back even though anyone can make these things i mean it's literally just a wooden yeah, paddle with yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but you're not gonna get the authentic one it's a bit it's a shame you know it's a shame someone worked <laughs> someone worked real hard on that someone so. really built out that kickstarter and had to put all the information in there words oh yeah you're not gonna get the keychain anymore too it's nope. in doubt oh nope. thank god he's not happening no. Well, there you go. If you're uh, excited for it, you won't get one. <sighs> end of story. The end Presumably of story. end of story. Presum- I, I think this is dead. Not coming again. Maybe. Mm. Might come back. I'll, I'll take the the next oh, one. God. Full Metal Alchemist series getting two live action movies. The official Twitter account for the Full Metal Alchemist film announced last wednesday that the series is getting two action films in may and june like literally back to back uh it opens on may 20th and follows ed's fights with scar the second film uh opens on the 24th and depicts the story's final battle the uh, there was a trailer streamed and you know it was a narration by romy park joe i i watched this trailer and it definitely looks cheap okay uh like you can like it's interesting the actual clothing and designs like those the actual people they look fine even though ed looks pretty old even though i understand you know they they it's anime you're trying to bring someone back in here but uh it's just that cgi looks real bad like the, I mean, doing, the first one was supposed to be the first one was supposed to be terrible, Steve. You realize that, right? Yeah, I think it is on Netflix. If I if I if I I'm pretty remember. sure it was in like a Netflix original. I'm pretty sure Netflix backed it. Yeah. Um actually I'm on the Wikipedia right now. Yes, released on Netflix as a Netflix original film. Yeah, it's standing at a cool twenty eight percent on Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes, Steve. So no, no. I'm no. 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 <laughs> yeah. So it looked uh I watched the trailer and it looked pretty bad. It uh, Scar looks fine, but like when, for example, Al is, you know, I was say summoning, but you know they do the alchemy where they like put their hands on the ground like some cobblestones and they like shooting a pillar of stone at people, and of course it has like hands or something like that. It looks real bad, and of course Al himself looks apps like total CGI. Like you can totally see that type of green screen because he's all armored. It's a metal man. <laughs> Just going walking around. Yeah. Oh God. Um, I'm just surprised how greenlit for two movies, and they're like, "Yo, we're shooting these back to back. Put them out month after month. No, no rest for the weary. We just put them out there, get them done." They probably had some contractual obligations. I don't know. Maybe they're signing up. Who knows? But is anyone asking for this? 
Yeah, I mean, no. I don't know. Maybe he made a bunch of money. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I we don't we have no idea what you know the actual Netflix, I uh, you know budget was, but whew, didn't look good. But Joe, it's okay. Tell me about some better. Tell me about yeah, some better Netflix news. Netflix has money some... to burn, and so they are they are fine putting up as much live action anime as they want. And so yeah, we got ourselves uh, some more One Piece cast. This comes from Reddit. Uh, well no so the, let, let me let me let me stick okay, okay so okay. reddit made it easier i'm being honest to actually line up who was who oh, okay. but i have variety oh, actually okay, there okay. so this is confirmed what what yeah. Reddit has is no confirmed. it was like a legit like tweet or something on the reddit yes post, so yeah i figured it was like something so yeah I mean, we got our got ourselves some some new cast hangs um we got Kobe, Morgan Davies, we got Alveda, Ilya Paulino, we got Arlong, McKinley Belcher, we got Buggy, Jeff Ward, we got Garp, Vincent Reagan, <laughs> we got Helmeppo, Aiden Scott. Cool. I mean, I don't know who any of these people are, so I don't I, I've never heard of any of these actors before. I'm so I'm excited to see what they do. I'm Jeff Ward. I'm looking at you, but I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see <laughs> I was gonna I wanna see that was, first <laughs> footage of fucking buggy out there splitting his, <laughs> splitting his arms and legs up man i can't wait i cannot i am living for that day when we get uh, some video footage of live action buggy i can't wait and arlong to be fair who who do you think has the toughest like ro- role to do right oh, now buggy think- for sure you can't like yeah buggy for sure buggy's gonna be almost impossible to bring to live action almost impossible so i can't wait to see what they do with it that's good i mean that's gonna be a tough that's a tough that's a tough ask i'm sure he's gonna do his best i'm sure he's gonna be great um or at least he's gonna again he's gonna i i have i i'm sure he's i'm sure he's gonna do his best but like it's just a character that does just doesn't lend itself to live action i just can't i just don't know i'm still (laughs) wrapping my brain around it um yeah, I'm excited to see I, what he does with it. I bet we get the first. We get. We're gonna get a trailer. Obviously, God, this is gonna so. happen. We're gonna get a second trailer. I bet Buggy not either, and everyone's gonna be like, he's "What are you hear, hiding?" He's gonna hear his laugh at the very end. I don't know. You think we're gonna see Arlong? I can't wait to see how they do Arlong too. To be fair. Okay. <laughs> also, interesting that they're revealing Garp. Garp doesn't come in until. Um, after Ennis Lobby, you know, so like he did. He, His name is Monkey D. Garp. Yeah, Garp Monkey, the Fist. Yeah, Monkey D. Garp, man, he's friggin' one of the heroes of the of the Navy. He's a uh, monkey. He's Luffy's grandpa and Dragon's dad. Come on, but he doesn't get introduced oh, until wait, way, Monkey's way, grandpa's way, way, a cop. Yeah. Wow. He uh, is the only man who ever fought Goldie Roger. Him and Goldie Roger teamed up one time to take down. Take down Rox D. Zebic. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm surprised. I, I always pictured Luffy just being an orphan. No. Usually our, our shonen heroes are orphans. We got a, we got a dad and a grandpa. We got a dragon out there, here the leader of the Revolutionary Army, Garp's in the Navy, and Luffy's a pirate. So tell me, oh, this goes a little bit further. What, at the very beginning of One Piece... What is Luffy doing? Is he just on his own? Yeah, middle he's, of nowhere? he's living on a, the on an island. As far as we know, he's just being sort of taken care of by this town, by this woman at the bar, 
and then he very quickly leaves. And then over the course, we learn that like Garp brought him to this island. Dragon sort okay. of like had no interest in being a dad, so Garp just brought him to this island because he knew some people mm. there, left Luffy, left Luffy in their care. Would check in every once in a while. This was also the same island where he was hiding Ace, who was all who needed to be hid since he was Goldie Rogers' son. And so that's mm. how Luffy and him became brothers. And God, uh, yeah. Okay. So at first I was like, wait, was he just abandoned there? No. No, Garp was not. always checking in on him. Garp checked in on him through the years. Good. Good. Good on you, Garp. Well, we'll see. I can't wait for this to get done. Wait to see it. The last part we have is just some quick OVA news. I didn't make the top of the list here. First off, we have, unfortunately, voice actor Kirk Bailey passing away at the young age of 59. He was Knives in Trigon, which oh, I wow. uh, knew most. Yes, Shin in Cowboy Bebop, Tetsuya, Fushigi, Garma, Za- and Zabi in Mobile Suit Gundam, the movie. So rest in peace. Really loved your performance as Knives in Trigon. Yeah. I watched I watched all of Trigon in English at, the, I think at I, that time. Yeah, I did too. I did too. Yeah. yeah uh next one just again we we have not seen this anime but i do apparently it is incredibly popular jobless reincarnation anime is greenlit for a second season much to the fanfare and celebration of everyone apparently this is a very good isekai that maybe i should watch yeah people keep saying people keep saying i don't know even i'm like huh maybe i yeah. should huh Maybe it's a I surprise. Should, maybe I should give this Good. one a shot. I don't know. It's, it sounds kind of interesting. I don't know. Approaching yeah. it from like a very granular level of going through this guy's life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. But When we have time. When we have time. Yeah. The next one, of course, we definitely have time. And I'm going to beat this horse dead till I can. Birdie Wing getting a more announcement, uh, more cast, and also has an April 5th debut in show. It did have a trailer, and it is, is oh crazy, as you can imagine, as Skate the Infinity. I don't oh. think it will reach Skate the Infinity levels. but It's looking crazy. I'm like, it's looking more skate than... Uh, than- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, mountain girls climbing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Okay. They are go. I, mean, I guess I do appreciate okay. that. Like, they are. I mean, they are hitting these balls real hard and <laughs> a little crazy. So I'm just like, okay. You know, I we 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 were joking about Skate the Infinity turned out to be anime of the year 2020 for us. Do I think Birdie Wing's gonna get it? No. Okay. I'm be- I'm being honest with you, but I'm just like. <laughs> what what could go wrong seriously and Maybe. and i'm glad the trailer's like we're not taking this seriously at good. all yeah, no, no way. good no way don't don't take it seriously no way dude. <laughs> God. we're never That's getting fantastic. a second season of our rock climbing girls no pretty much <sighs> ended right it like ended, ended, didn't it? Oh, that's done. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the manga's done too. That is so, done. I'm pretty sure there's like a spin-off continuation manga, Steve. Steve Maybe, there's probably. Manga. There's always a spin-off manga. I know, right? Joe, it is time for our topic of the show. Oh boy. And I want to bring back a segment we haven't done in a while. Oh boy. What we've been watching. We've done this where we've talked about some shows we've watched either contemporaneously or live uh, in the past. We have covered 2015, 2013, 2017, 2003, and 1999. And this time, wanted to go back to 2014 
and quickly discuss what we've been watching. And I also wanted to ask you a few questions, Joe, oh because there was a few anime you've seen that, like, I just want to know why. So that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. So, so first up, for example, your lie in April. Yeah, we love this show. Oh yeah, yeah. Joe, this doesn't seem like a show you would watch. Why? I love. I don't. I love it, but I I love it because it's I. It's like it's it it hooked me from the get go. I mean, I love the really. Uh, yeah, I love the music. I love the I love the music angle. As someone who mm-hmm. played instruments in my youth, I loved the musician angle of it, and yeah, I mean, it, it was just a beautiful, beautifully told story. Okay, I doubted you. I, I, you have a you have a soft heart because soft start because I'm looking at everything else. I'm like, oh. Hi, you know, Haikyuu, Tokyo sure, Ghoul. Sure. I'm like, clearly, this is Joe's stuff. This is Joe's territory. Oh, actually, but you're watching a lot of this stuff. I'm scrolling. Yeah, that's why I put it on here. So, what a banger of a year, 2014. So, yes, Your Line April, before we continue further, that is our uh, very actually well regarded anime on, a- on any list. It's actually the num- number 18 at most popular. Out of all anime, that is pretty damn good. And it is essentially, I'm not going to tell the, the, the finale, but it follows a piano pol, uh, prodigy, Arima Kyosei, who is a, um, it's been in competitions ever since he was a child. Uh, his mother um, passes away early. That's not like the spoiler, that's in the beginning. But um, he is unable to hear the sound of his uh, music playing piano. You know, he has a mental breakdown, but until he meets a girl who is uh, Kaori, Kaori, who is able to bring that spark back with uh, her wonderful violin playing. And the two embark on a wonderful musical journey. I'll leave it as that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Joe, you were saying you were watching a lot. Yeah, I think I mentioned Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, yeah. I actually did watch. I think I watched... I watched Your Lie in April well after it came out, so probably like oh, 2016 or something like that. But I watched the first season of Tokyo Ghoul as it was airing. I do remember that. I remember watching that week to week, and I loved it. I love that show. I love that show, and the- there's nothing in it. I fuck everyone. I hit, I love Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> and you've seen all of it. You, oh, you, yeah. you saw the, quote, bad seasons, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved it all. I, I don't know. It's just something about the vibe of this. And I always think I should go watch, I should go read the manga because everyone says the manga is, like, legit great. I love the anime but can acknowledge its faults. But mm-hmm. people say the, the manga is, like, legitimately fantastic. So I, sh- I really should give it a shot. But, yeah, I just love the vibes. I love the world. I love the characters. There's just something about it that really, really scratches an itch for me. I love that show. It's great to hear. And the other following that too, Haikyuu. I don't think you don't you didn't watch this. No, I certainly um, watched this well. I probably start, I think I started this in 2020 actually. Um, so yeah, but I mean, I mean, come on, masterpiece, masterpiece. 2014, yeah, masterpiece. Actually, on on my list to watch, and, and yes, I uh, oh, I have to get through all of Jujutsu Kaisen first. But uh, no, I'm apparently supposed to be amazing, so I can't wait to. Yeah, Haikyuu is legit yeah. phenomenal. Season three of Haikyuu better than season three of Attack on Titan. I said it. I'm saying it. Wow, wow. Saying it. season three is my favorite I'm saying, too. I'm saying it, man. I didn't even talk. I know, Joe. This is totally gonna be a movie. Just totally, just it's not it gonna really finish. Must be. It must After be. the last one, it's not it totally no finishing. Way. There's no way. No, 
So going down the next one, I, I have on my list, I have seen No Game, No Life. Did you see this show? I have never seen it. I've always, I, Alex loved it. He always tried to recommend it to me, but I never, uh, never mm-hmm. gave it a shot. I think, so apparently the show is very well received. Now I will give it credit. It is very colorful. Even in the box, in the, on the, uh, well, the box like art. Cool, yeah. Yeah, even for for an anime, it's almost like like studio. Like, it's almost like a Great Pretender. Where it's like, wow, this has a lot of color for even an anime. Uh, it is yes, uh, an isekai, but it's essentially brother and sister being able to like cheat at it. You know, so they're using their intellect and kind of bending the rules to make it through. They're not following the stereotypical isekai world. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they accumulate wealth and power based on that. So it's fun watching them through the systems. I thought it was okay, but the rest of the world thinks it's amazing. People love it. Uh, I don't know. It just doesn't seem, it, the, it honestly it, does not seem that, uh, up my alley. It's never really yeah. interested me. Everyone, it was fine. Okay. So let's continue down the list here for definitely parasite mm-hmm. we both watched this Hell yeah i this, think this i think not in 2014 i think i watched this after the fact but come on what a show <sighs> what, a show. what a show i'm i'm actually surprised i actually watched this because this is not a show yeah, that's watch, true that's but fair very much i mean it's more I, in the tokyo I'm, ghoul side of things just gore and and horror and it's creepy and oh my god ah absolutely but i think for for me it just penetrated like the entire you ha- everyone's like you have to watch this this is legitimately amazing so i'm like all right i'll watch it and yeah got hooked uh parasite the maximum uh essentially aliens uh arriving on earth they intimidate humans and eat humans it is a body horror anime and our main uh character uh izumi he he <laughs> Uh, is able his hand is only possessed he's able to cut off the circulation before the parasite as the name suggests uh, takes over the rest of his um, body and he learns to live with this alien and to protect his friends from his I guess you could say compatriots Mm. uh, because you know he doesn't want everyone to die which is a noble goal yeah no, it's fantastic. Yeah. Come on, I'm looking at this list. I'm like, it's anime fairy. of 2014 has to be Parasite. So good, so good. out of all of this, either that or your life, yeah. April. Come on, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be those two, one of those two. Now we skip so, one from the first row that I've seen. Oh, I apologize. What what have you seen? Noragami. Noragami. You have seen this. Tell I, me I about this show. F- I haven't seen I this. I watched the first season. Uh, never watched the second season. I always thought about it. Now that Funimation coming over to Crunchyroll, maybe I can. So, because it was stranded there for a long time. The second season, as as so many, only went to Funimation. But I liked the show. It was a cool. It was a. It was an interesting one. Um, it's about this girl who has a near death experience. And it, like, unlocks some sort of... Because she, like, came so close to death, mm-hmm. she can now, like, see these spirits. And then there's this guy, the one the one standing up with the black hair, who is a... He's, like, a very, very, very minor god. Um, and she can see him now. And it's very, like, very heartwarming and, and very nice. It's just a very nice, pleasant... It's kind of, like, supernatural slice of life, almost. Where it's just, like, she can see this guy who's a god, and she can also see that the blonde-haired kid who's this ghost, this spirit who still has, like, business on Earth 
for whatever reason. And they just like pal around and have fun and like do jobs. And he does like minor jobs for people to get people to like pray at his temple to, uh, it's, it's very nice. It's a very pleasant, pleasant anime. I enjoyed it. Okay. I, this is something I would probably watch. <laughs> it's nice. I really liked it. I'd look back fondly on Noragami. All right. Good to know. Good to know. What else on the top category before we move on to Sword Art Online Garbage? Did you, did you see anything else? No, that's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. Moving on to Sword Art Online Garbage, uh, which we do love and we think is our favorite anime show of all time. Uh, Sword Art Online 2 premiered in 2014, which is essentially the Gungula arc, which definitely... Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, obviously, if you're reading the manga, you're, like, not surprised. But for... Uh, uh, a simple anime viewer like whoa we're putting guns in this and how will kirito uh you know adapt and of course he's fucking amazing and has like a lightsaber oh, in yeah, it. Dude. definitely enjoyed th- th- uh this one i mean obviously is it my favorite arc no do i love shinon yes oh i loved it i freaking adored this arc when it came out i was like hell yeah this is hype as hell great opening and just like, mm. oh my gosh, I was I was so into this. The second half of the season, whatever. Um, until we get to Mother's Rosario, oh my god, like also so freaking great. Yes. Uh, but there's those that... there's those couple of episodes where they're like looking for Excalibur, eh, whatever. But oh man, yeah. As soon as Gun Gale started up, I was like, oh shit, yeah. Like this one, <laughs> I was so into it. I almost was digging it more than the first season. Now looking back, I'm like, now nah, that first season was that first half of that first season's pretty. Wow, pretty and great. I'm surprised you have not seen any of Sword Online Alternative. I know, that's all this is. I know. Yeah, I mean, then I would say you should definitely watch it, and it is interesting how they they reference Kirito and Shion because it happens after them during mm-hmm. like, yeah, they were these two amazing players. They they uh they both tied at the end of the bull to bullets like you know the uh, the turn but we never you know and they were amazing but we never heard from them again i wonder what they're up to now and you're like in your audience you're like oh i know like, oh my god he's stuck he's he's trapped right now in the uh <laughs> he's making turning people into trees and stuff it's freaking crazy. <laughs> he's turning people it's into crazy, trees man. it's freaking crazy asuna's from- on this raft man while 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 the terrorists invade like oh my god guys you don't even know Get out of gun you know, for a second and like pay attention yeah. to the news. Oh my god! Yeah, but um, yeah, it's it's uh, I I really enjoyed it and I did cosplay Gun Gale uh, Kirito because I'm like give me all of the Kirito cosplays. Nice. Yeah, that was I had to learn how to put on mascara for that one and some fake eyelashes to get that girly look right there. Nice. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have, well, jo- of course, JoJo's yeah, Bizarre JoJo's Adventures. Here. I never finished Stardust Crusaders, though, so I don't think I have. You're in the middle of that. I'm somewhere right? in the middle of that. I don't know. They'll return to it. Maybe. How many episodes? 24 episodes. How how far are you in there? Uh, Stardust Crusaders, like, is two seasons of 24 episodes. Uh, Whoa. I finished so the, first the first half. Okay. I'm in the second half. They got to Egypt. So I heard this is, like... Yeah, I know some people may crucify me, but this is apparently Stardust Crusaders is where JoJo Bizarre Adventures gets good, is, is what I've, I've been told. Definitely, even though it's where it becomes yeah. what it is known for. Yeah, so so this is fun. Twenty fourteen. Next one up I have is Nisekoi on here. This is a classic anime which uh only gives you like what is it twelve or twenty four episodes and says you want to see actually how this ends? Why don't you read the manga? 
A nice. uh, bunch of cute girls, of course, with the guy, uh, Raku, who has a lock on. Uh, he's always kept till childhood, but he cannot open it. But he knows that the, the, the girl who has, like, a special picture, is a picture or a note or something's in it. And, you know, uh, the girl with the, the key is the one who will be his true love or whatever. Similar to, you know, uh, what you could say for our uh, quintessential quintuplets. You know, if, if, if he could find that person he met on that the vacation, the, the pink-haired girl. Uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty good. The girls are cute. We have Chiktoge, who is our uh, sundere. Um, then we have Oneda, who is our shy girl who is also very cute they they both i think they they both have a memory of raccoon and they think that they have the key and then there's some other girls thrown in there too uh anime is never finished the manga continues and resolves the story but i was going through all of my shoujo uh kick right there and of course i was watching isekoi nice mm-hmm. uh let's see Next up. you never saw that's you know, not on your list no buddy you never you never saw terror in resonance I have never seen Terror in Residence. Yeah, this show rules. This show's so good. What is... What, wow, I'm looking at this like, synopsis. Yeah. Tell me. Terror in Residence is great. It's uh, written and created by Shinichiro Watanabe of Cowboy Bebop fame and yeah. Blue fame. Uh, it's great. It's about these two orphan kids who hate the world and, well, hate this, like, government conspiracy that's taking mm-hmm. over the taking over the world, and so they steal an atomic bomb and plan a Whoa. plan a terrorist attack. It is freaking amazing. It's, I've, I've, In Japan, yeah, yeah, they steal an atomic bomb, yeah. and it is okay. They steal this prototype <laughs> atomic bomb. I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now because it's been years since I've seen the show. Uh, they in an apparent terrorist attack, calling themselves Sphinx, they upload a video onto the internet and threaten to destroy Tokyo unless a cryptic riddle can be solved. There are survivors of a secret experiment by the Rising Peace Academy to develop orphaned children with savant syndromes into human weapons. They befriend Lisa, a lonely schoolgirl who becomes caught up in their plans to expose the nefarious activities of the organization. Yeah, this show's great. Really, really wow. good. Okay. Really, really cool. Only eleven episodes, but it's anime original. It's just one and done. Tells the story. Get out. So good. All right, I put it in uh, my planning immediately. That looks ex- exactly with something I would watch. Yeah, it's really awesome. All right. Whew. Uh, the next one is is Fate Unlimited Blade Works, where go. Fate got good. Fate got good. Well, hell yeah. So yeah, I mean, I watched this well after 2014, probably. Like 2018 or something like that uh great it's not fade zero but it's it's better than all the other things <laughs> i i have seen half of this probably by now out of order <laughs> uh the next one i have is monthly girls nozaki kun oh. which is yet another shoujo this one's good uh, this is a, a an anime about uh our main character uh nozaki who makes manga um and it's interesting with all the characters because they're all good at something and also uh nozaki he is very like plain and like very yeah i don't say deadpan but he makes like in the show very detailed and amazing romance novels like you know yeah you know shoujo uh novels and he runs writes under a pen name so when her uh his biggest fan sakura finds out he's like oh my god you're him and also not like expecting like this 
<laughs> you know, her idol is like, you know, uh, someone who's like, oh, yeah, I just do this on the side. It just got so popular. Uh, and then you have all of his other friends like uh, Mikushiba and uh, Kashima. They all, uh, they all make like different aspects of the manga. So it's like a team effort. Uh, it's cute. I would actually um, read the manga and see this complete because, of course, in the anime, it does not finish the story. But I really like this one because it is also takes a look at, you know, the actual manga world and getting that. Um, yeah, I was a good Let's see. Next. See, I'm going to be going down to some. I mean, we got Fairy Tale on here. Am I yeah. skipping a few that you've I mean, seen? Like Black I didn't Bullet. Watch that in yeah. 2014. Yeah. No, I never saw Black Bullet. Uh, Alex tried to get me to watch Black Bullet again. God, God, bring Alex on here. Yona of the Dawn. I know it also came out in 2014. Know. I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, that was... yeah. Fairy Tale. I watched way after 2014. We don't have to spend any more time on that one. Uh, no, the next one that's of really any import to me is, of course, Psychopath 2. This I have to watch because I love. Uh, Ghost in the Shell. Everyone's like, you gotta watch Psycho Pass too. I'm like, I it. know. Well, you gotta watch the first season at least. Like the first season, of course. Amazing. I remember I watched this when it came out because I had just stumbled upon Psycho Pass in like 2013. I was like, oh my god, this is so freaking good. And I remember at the time being very disappointed by Psycho Pass two. Then mm. I rewatched it. Over COVID, actually, Alex bought uh, like every psychopath thing on DVD, <laughs> and he rewatched the first season. I didn't rewatch; m- I watched some of the first season with him, but not all of it. But then we we mm-hmm. like sat down. It's only because Psychopath Two is only like ten or eleven episodes long, and we literally just in one night watched all of it. And I was like, you know what? Not still definitely not as good as the first season, but definitely not as bad as I had remembered it. Um, still pretty good and fun and such a cool world and such cool characters still need to get back to the third season that's like stranded on amazon prime where <laughs> do you, do what, you need my amazon prime account no, i have one i'm logged in on something it's just like it's like eight episodes and they're all like 45 minutes long it's it's weird it's always, that's weird it's a really that, that weird, weird it's a really weird one we started it over covid and it's interesting but it is dense too it is like dense, slow, psychological, political thriller, and I'm like, I liked it. I'm not sure I, if I, I, I up well, this. I liked it. I just like need to get back to it. Um, mm. Psychopaths is, just, but it's also just that Psychopaths has never been as good as the first season. They really they they hit mm. something great with the first season. It's just never, never been quite able to recapture that glory since. But I'll keep it's still more Psychopaths is always a good thing. To be fair, okay. I'll have to watch it. The what else I have? Next one I have is the Naruto, the last movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert! It is not the last oh, movie. Yeah. Is this the one that uh, sets up Boruto. This is the one that kind of sets up Boruto. I mean, actually, this movie was 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 good. It is essentially the end of Shippuden and uh, sets up uh, Naruto and um, Hinata getting together. I mean, yes, there's some fighting. There's some, you know, some some good stuff. But it's it's a nice bookend to the end of Shippuden for him to pass on the reins to uh, Boruto's son. Or Naruto's son, Boruto. <laughs> it was fine. I remember watching this, actually. I actually, I actually watched this at a convention Whoa. in its entirety with uh, with Diana. Yeah, yeah. We watched it there. It was fine. 
I know we skipped over because God again. This is Alex's year. Log Horizon Two Season oh, Two wow. came out there, and he's been clamoring for us to watch that. And we are not watching Log nah. Horizon Two. We've already committed to one uh, yeah. trapped in a video game. That's right. Uh, Don't skip it. Shirbako. Oh, Shirbako, go for it. Go for it. I haven't seen it, but again, I uh, heard it's very good. Uh, Girls Bop making. Um, is it manga or is it anime? Anime. Very, very similar to Monthly Girls and Saki Kun, of course, or a new game about making video games. Heard is very good. Don't skip it, Steve. Don't uh, skip let it. me. Don't skip it. Don't I can't skip it. it. Ping, ping pong no, the animation. I've kind of always wanted to watch ping pong again. It's supposed to be good, right? It's supposed to be good. Don't. Yeah, it's supposed to be good. Wow, eighty-five yeah. percent. Wow. Uh, I, I, maybe I should watch ping pong animation. No. Yeah. Al, yeah. Uh, zero. Oh yeah. So good. I'll know is zero. I heard this. Yeah. So tell me about uh, this it's one. It's a mech show. It's a. It's it, you'd probably. I, yeah, I'm, you'd I'm probably all for very that. Much dig it because it's very like code Geassy and it's very like Gundam-y where it's like you got your you got your really really you got your rich evil empire using the really really good mechs and you've got your scrappy rebels using the not great Love mechs. Love um, And it's cool. It's it's very very cool. It's very honestly, it's very. Kojima E, I would say. Yeah. Really? Kojima E, where it's just like they're using like weird ass sayings. I'm pretty sure there's like a saying that they keep saying that's just like, this is the most Kojima shit I've ever heard. <laughs> where it's like, I'll put it under planning zero. on my list. Because you've, you've, you've already like piqued my interest. Like, what is the... They always, like, say this one saying that's just like, oh, my God. Le-lu-la-la. Yeah, well, well, what is... <laughs> no, what is... I mean, here, I'll read you the synopsis. In 1972, during yeah. the Apollo 17 mission, an ancient alien artifact named the Hypergate was discovered on the surface of the moon, allowing for near-instantaneous travel to and from Mars and the colonization of Mars. After settlers discover additional alien technology, they ut- dubbed Aldnoa, they unilaterally declare independence from Earth to find the Verse Empire. Later, the Verse Empire declares war on Earth, and in 1999, a battle on the moon's surface causes the Hypergate to explode, shattering the moon and scattering the remnants of the moon into a debris belt around Earth. Cut off from Mars, the remnants of the Verse Imperial Army establishes several massive orbital space stations within the debris belt, and a ceasefire was established. Fifteen years later, in 2014, an attack on the first princess of Verse during a diplomatic mission to Earth causes the Love empire all this shit. Its, <laughs> causes the empire and its 37 clans of orbital knights to launch a new what? attack on earth this time determined to conquer it once and for all yeah it's 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 hardcore and it's uh but i will say it's like i think 24 yes yeah, 24 episodes long if they had had the balls to cut it and just end it at the at the first season finale at episode twelve, it would go down as like one of the craziest endings of all time. But then they continue, and it's still pretty good. But if they'd have had the balls, Steve, because it ends it yeah, ends on they, some, it <laughs> ends on some like shit, man. But I get it, I get it. It would it would have been like as if it would have been as if uh, Code Geass ended at like its first season, you know, where it's literally just him and Suzaku in that like dimensional thing with the guns pointed at each other oh like, yeah that'd be weird there but but so i get it i get why they had to keep going but also it's like man they kind of committed to some hardcore shit at the end of that uh end of that first season 
I officially put this under planning. I definitely want to see this now. I can't wait. Definitely. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. <laughs> Uh, let's see, what do I have here? Uh, the second season of Free Eternal Summer, which I will say actually enjoyed. Uh, I saw the first season of uh, Free, which is our Swimming Boys with Itawabi Swim Club. Second season is when they actually go to like like nationals or or, or something, and you know you have a lot of like you know other schools that are competing against them. I, I enjoyed it, but as I mentioned before fell out of season three when they kind of all kind of split up and go their separate ways but they tried to bring them all back after college doesn't really work well for me but um yeah it's fine still pretty boys swimming and damn they are just can i read you can i read you this quote that i just found from out noah zero absolutely character inaho who's like he's like the main character yeah what does it take to end a war well if both sides (laughs) wish for peace and set aside their hatred no Warfare is nothing but a means of negotiation between states. Wars break out even when there is no hatred, territory, resources, or interests that you are determined to own. <laughs> Ideology, religion, pride. Wars are fought over those objectives all the time, meaning that when those objectives are met, the war will end. That, or the war will end when the human cost outweighs the gains. Anger and hatred are only tools to tilt a war in your favor. I'm not interested in those emotions. So I wouldn't hate anyone just because they're Martian. Like, is that not just so <laughs> pride ideology? Like you can so imagine solid snake saying those what lines is exactly. Like, <laughs> so good. Oh, so good. Oh my God. God, going go going Von Koswitz, uh War is politics by other means. God. <laughs> All right, we're, we're now we're we're getting into the bargain bin, Joe. Which I st- and this is why I always hate about that's doing fair. this stuff because I feel no, embarrassed. Fair. I think we're after a certain level, me, you're like, what is? I don't think I saw it. <laughs> well, buckle up, Joe. We got a few more for on my list. So as I keep going down, I'm like. Oh, yeah, I did watch that because I was committed to watching everything I started, which is a terrible thing to do. So next up, I have uh, Nanana's Buried Treasure. Uh, yes, I did watch this show. And you'd be like, what is it about, Steve? Um, I tell you. <laughs> I have to read the synopsis. To, to, I guarantee I remember watching it because the girl, she loves Purin and she has purple hair and my best friend Emily in Japan also loves Purin, and her favorite color is purple. She's like, oh, I would totally love to cosplay her. I'm like, oh, let me watch this show. Oh, God. Oh, um, something about uh, our main character. What's his name? God, he's not even the, t- he's not even the title card here. Uh, Yugo Yama. He uh, g- finds a spirit of a girl, bothers him. She's cute, of course. And they have to like knock down some parallel dimensions or something by solving some riddles and things like that throughout the island and figure out i believe her own murder too oh. and if i remember correctly uh it is never resolved nice. <laughs> i believe nice. it is never resolved even at the end or it or it's one of those like you know open-ended things where it's ne- it, it's never really done so it is uh not a good show listen to that i'm not gonna waste my time not a good show uh cute girl though um, who all, who doesn't want to have a ghost girl who raids your fridge and eats all your purrin? I certainly do. Uh, <laughs> let me see going down and Joe there before before I get to the one where I have a larger story. The other one I saw was Kanojo Ga Flag wa 
Ora if her flag breaks. This is another shoujo show, which is actually similar, if I think about it, to um, uh, I'm a villainous, uh, all roots lead to doom, where a a, a boy, uh, Sota, Sota, is able to visualize a flag for future events, such as a death flag or a friendship flag or a romance flag over someone's head. Kind of is able to tell what the future is and sees if he, if he can, like, you know, change their fate. Um... It's a, it is a, I'll probably give it a six out of 10. Nice. I don't remember a thing. Nice. I remember I watched all of it, but I don't remember a thing, which doesn't really God. speak swell about it. But Joe, let me tell you <laughs> about Love Stage. So are you looking at this one? You're like, why did you Love watch? Stage. What is the show about? Love Stage. Let me find it. You can start talking. I don't So Love Stage. I, I'm being honest. I don't know why I started watching this show. I think it was probably because the 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 the, um, the synopsis, but maybe it didn't give it a, a full thing. Where we have <laughs> it is a it's a uh, it starts off with our main characters um, Ichijo and Senna. Uh, Ichijo is a um, that's like a TV actor. Right, doing commercials, things like that. Meets his friend Senna, or actually, no, let me let me back up. Meets his his friend Senna, but doesn't realize it's Senna because Senna is a uh, Izumi Senna is a uh, is a guy dressed up as a girl. They needed to fill someone in really quick for this TV commercial. He falls in love with her, thinking that he's a that he is a girl, but we know it's a guy. They eventually they find out. And he is like, you know, at first taken by surprise, but they continue continue the relationship. And Joe, what I want to say is, I watched a boys love anime Damn. to completion. Good for you, man. Good for you. <laughs> and it was a stealth boy. It was a stealth boys love. As soon as I got like, like halfway through, I was like, oh, this <laughs> this is where it's going. Uh, there is a lot of clouds of and some picturesque uh, silhouettes of bodies on those clouds. Of those boys having a great time together in those clouds. Um, it was cute. It was fine. I I I wanted to watch. I, I at this time I was committed to finishing everything I started. So as soon as I got like three or four episodes in, I'm like. This is fine. I'll finish Love Stage. So I did. I did finish this boys' love anime, and like, was it good? It was fine. But I just find it really weird that it was like halfway through. I was like, "Oh, they're they're gonna be having sex later." Okay, and they totally did. I mean, it's incredibly heavily implied. You're never actually gonna see it, but like, it's like, yeah, they're in the clouds together with those silhouettes. You know that what that metaphor is. I've played enough of The Sims. You know what's happening under those sheets. Okay. We don't need to do. Uh, let me see if I had anything else on my list. Yes, really quick to uh, Sailor Moon Crystal. Another oh, season nice. came out during this time. I've been watching Sailor Moon. This is the remake of the original. I can't say it's better than the the, the, the original, of course. It's the original, so classic. But I do appreciate Crystal. I did like seeing it kind of updated uh, for the modern day. And I will, again, say love the Black Moon arc. Love the Sailor Saturn arc. Those are good. Those are going to be good. The other stuff, I mean, it's your standard anime. They can't deviate that much from it. 
But uh, yeah, that is what we watched in 20, 2014. Joe, I am, I'm very proud of you. Of all, of all the mm-hmm. animes uh, you've been watching, and also giving me two recommendations too: Terror and Resonance, and also uh, Alnoid Zero, my Metal Gear Solid anime. Hell yeah, dude! I can't wait to hear your thoughts on that. <sighs> okay, I put on my plan. I'm like officially going to do it. Okay. But Joe, um, I know we're we're going along. I'm not gonna spend too much. I'm not gonna spend too well, much time God. on this. I know. But judging, we're judging going by to your notes here, like. God. Okay. God. So, Wheel of Fate, where we have been committed, or maybe I've been committed at this point, to be watching every single Fate movie spin-off and show out of order, and discussing how it, it has turned out. And last week, I uh, we had I had the assignment to watch Grand Solomon of Time, uh, Final Singularity, Fate Grand Order, basically the newest movie, and the final movie of actually. Uh, fake right away like this ties up the story completely and i watched this with callie over the weekend because i'm like listen if i'm watching this shitty fate movie you're you're going along the ride God. with me joe this is a this is movie is a gotcha paradise yeah? okay i'll tell you that think, right that there let thing? me uh, it, it uh, depends what you think so joe what do you remember of fake grand order like cal Chaldea, what, what what's happening? Why are we even in Babylonia? Chaldea's out there because there's like uh, they're they're basically going in anywhere there's like an anomaly in time. They're going That's in correct. to correct it so that the world continues to exist. Correct. So the world, uh, of course, I have the benefit of actually just you know finishing this. So the world ends in the the far yeah, future. Yeah, there of is. Yeah, they, 2017. That is the, that, well, that is the, <laughs> the premise of the the very very beginning of the game. They're like, we 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 can't see the future past this date. So they're they're also trying to kind yep. of figure that out as well. Yeah. So we have that too. So a, at this movie, we you finished all of Babylonia, and this is essentially, hey, we have fixed all the singularities. There's just one left, Solomon. Gotta yep. take him out to correct yep. everything. Let, let's go I ahead think and do I it. Know, isn't isn't it uh, the doctor dude? Le, you yes. Professor Lev? Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen. Let me put on my glasses right here and push them up like an anime character. Uh, so, I first off, I love how this movie has two colons in its title. Fate. Grand Order colon uh, Final Singularity colon Solomon's Temple or whatever. Uh, it it starts off really quick with like the a previous Holy Grail War where we have Masbury and Solomon as a servant, Caster on Fuyuki Bridge, and Masbury says, you know, what, what do you, you know, he's, he's pondering, what do you want? We won the Grail War. You know what I'm going to wish for? I'm going to wish for a lot of money. And I'm like, that is so weird. Like, you know, after all of this, you get a wish to do anything. You're like, I want a million bucks. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying that's like, after everything I've seen in Fate, you would think that's like so, I don't know, pedantic. <laughs> like, could you just, like, I can't imagine Kiritsugo's like, I'm going to wish for a billion dollars. Money. <laughs> Money is pure money. Uh, he also mentions that Solomon should have his wish granted too. Which granted too. Uh, so we're going back 
to well present day everyone's talking about yo this is the final battle and everything you know we're suiting up we got it ready to go uh, all of Caldera will be ray shifted into Solomon's Singularity. We're bringing the entire base over there. And Fujimaru, our main character, you're getting a special suit. He gets this tactical suit that looks like out of Metal Gear Solid. He's got all these like buttons and things on them. He can summon seven Jesus summons Christ. on this. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is interesting. Uh, you know, because this is something new. Like, you can summon multiple people. And, of course, it's like going to put a ton of strain on him, of course. Um, which I'm like, I don't know the science of all this shit. But I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> and all, you know, even before this, too, uh, you know that main scientist guy with the, the red hair, whatever his name is? No. I don't remember his name. Oh, God. Let me pull. Let me, uh, listen, I'm going to have to pull, pull this up. Uh, Grand uh, Temple. Yeah, here we go. I know he doesn't matter. He, he's best friends with Da Vinci. Romani. Romani. Okay. He's I like, I, I had person. a premonition. Yeah, I had a, I had a premonition when I was younger that mankind was going to die. And I'm like, that's a weird premonition to have as a 15-year-old kid. But you know what? I will take it because it is anime. So they're going, they're talking, they're going in, they're planning, they're conniving. Uh, and they are sent. Oh, and also they say, hey, MASH. After the last battles, you're at your limit. You go into this battle, you may not be coming back. If you if you're if you're summoning back, so I'm like, okay, here are the stakes. You're there. Uh, <laughs> I always and also we get a very weird scene, which we think, figure we find out later that like uh, it's it's kind of made up. But Romani comes in. He's like, hey, Mash, I know uh, you know you're you're at your limit. But do you have any regrets or anything? Because you're probably going to die soon. And I bet you have a ton of regrets. And I'm like, you don't say this to someone going on a death mission. <laughs> yeah, but, you, <laughs> but whatever. But we find out later, like, it's kind of made up in, in, in her head. Someone, you know, the evil bad guy is trying to get to her. But it was just, very, at first, it was very jarring. But, you know, they, uh, they they jump in, and they're like in LCL, like, plug suits. It's really weird to get ray-shifted or whatever. I'm like, oh, this looks like Evangelion. And they teleport them. Of course not. They're near their target. Because I'm like, I don't know why. But but Da Vinci's like, hey, here. Here's a car. We're going to – you're like 20 miles out. And I'm like, why couldn't you just teleport them right there? Whatever. Here's a car. And, of course, Joe, what anime – what is an anime without – tentacle monsters oh, you bet your ass this has tentacles in it lots of tentacles are fighting um uh, mash and uh uh fujimaru they're dodging they're doing all this stuff the car is destroyed too and <laughs> really right off the bat too <laughs> and uh it's it, it's Professor Lev. He's like the first boss. He's like, ha I am here. And Professor Lev, which is the, the professor, the guy with the hat who caused all this stuff happening. He's like, guess what, guys? I am the first boss out of 72 curses bosses. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to be a long movie. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, shit. Okay, so I'm I'm watching, and he, and of course, and I also want to say, there's just so much fucking monologuing oh, from I'm sure. Professor Lev too, so much monologuing of like, why is this? But whatever. 
Fujimaru is whipping out the first summon. He's doing Shota Alexander, like super young Alexander on a horse. And he actually, and this is the first time I've seen it, he summons th three summons. Now, you're, like, see, you're asking me, Steven, what are the summons? Because I know it's the most interesting thing. This is when we start getting into, like, all of the the weird stuff, you know, like all the other people, like I don't know who they are. So it's like, it's, uh, it's Alex, um, Sanson and Vlad the third. Like, I mean, these are all people from Faco. Okay. There's all like real, but I'm like, wow, three summons going at the same time. And of course, does it look spectacular? It looks great. They're fighting. But, you know, they're, they're fighting to do, like, a blow on Lev. Lev's like, I'm, I'm hurt and damaged, but you know what? I ha You know, I am invincible. I am re-summoned. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm re uh, reanimating myself. And, you know, Fujimura was like, oh, shit. I have already used three of my summons. And Lev is not done yet. He's one out of 72 bosses. <laughs> so this is where it happens. All right, Joe. Joan Arc pops up with a shine shining orb and you start seeing orbs of a ton of other people we have nero we have caligula coming in there edson ku uh jekyll hyde hans mordred is also there too from uh apocrypha uh lancelot gawain uh ishtar yes nice. she's out there too uh, and anna uh, Quartz, Kigu, and there's also like, I'm, I'm reading off these names. There's another five other people, like at least like 20 or 30 summons. And Gene gives a wonderful speech, and then there is just this fantastic fight of like 20 summons just going after <laughs> Professor Lim and all of these tentacles. And I'm like, this is a gotcha dream right here. You've rolled all these characters in Fate Go, and you're seeing all of them fight at the same time, doing like combo attacks. It's amazing. So this is where the great part of the anime is, Joe. Nice. So they're all fighting, and they're essentially buying time for Fujimaru and Mash to like pass Professor Love because their their job is to kill Solomon. So they're going there. They're going to they, they pass them. They can't get past. Uh, they couldn't get past Lev, and um, of course, of course, Nero Saber Saber Red Saber says Umu in it. You better damn believe she says Umu. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, <laughs> Where we, you're, they're getting there, and <laughs> they find Solomon. He's sitting on the throne. He's looking sad, and he's like also giving his own monologue shit. And he's like, you know what? Energy is actually people. And my, my his main goal is he doesn't want to live in a world with death because he feels the human human story is like meaningless. As in, if you live and die, what's the point of the, having that story? If you know, the only thing counts is if you live forever or whatever, you know, but to make that I to make that world, I have to kill everyone to get that energy because energy is people and remake the world 4.6 billion years ago, remake it again. So we start all over, but just there's just no death. That's essentially what Solomon wants to do. All right. And uh, it also was like revealed that it's like it's like uh, Giotia or something like that, which is like uh, apparently some type of like you know gothic type of older type of like curse or something like that. And I, I will say too that we have um, 
uh, are all the summons come back again because obviously like F Fujimaru, he goes to try to take a swipe and also with um, Mash against Solomon, but Sol you know Solomon's able to defeat them. Like yo, get get out of the way, you know peasants, whatever. J uh, Jean d'Arc shows up with all of her buds and they all start attacking. Of course they're doing some great they're doing some great combo attacks. Again, wonderful spectacle, the sea. But then uh, Guillotia Solomon is like, actually, I'm like the final mage. I made all the summoning circles. So he's like, you know what? Bam. All the summons gone because I made them originally. So it's like, oh, well, not MASH because MASH, as you know, is like that, that like Deme, you know, semi one. So she was summoned up uh, halfway through. She made like a contractor pack. So, uh, you know, they're all summoned. It's looking really bad for our heroes. They've lost their entire army. Uh, Fujimaru is used up. He only, I think he only has one summon left. And I'm like, is that going to be Saber? I mean, you have one left. It's got to be her, right? Um, but, you know, uh, Solomon's going out for his, like, massive super attack of everything. I'm going to incinerate to finish all of you. Uh, Mash puts up her shield, holds it back, and... Hold, barely holding back that fire and she basically creates an opening for Fujimaru and gets literally incinerated MASH gets incinerated into oh, like a nuclear bomb going off she is gone dead and then this is where it gets really weird so it's looking all bad Fujimaru has lost everyone MASH is dead essentially Every, everyone's gone but who do we see Walking in the back, it don't know. It does not save her. It it is Romani, and Romani, at this time, is like, hey, you know what? A while ago, I actually found the tenth ring of power, like in a fucking storage room, like in the while back, and I had an epiphany when I found it that I am actually Solomon, and this guy is an imposter who was like the energy or something left when I died or something like that, who wanted to continue on this thing. But uh, I remembered who I am, and I have to take you down now. And, of course, there's so much monologuing. And Guillotia, that's why I mentioned that's his true name, not the fake Solomon. He's like, no, how could it be you? I thought you were gone and dead or whatever. And he's like, and he punches him. Like, giant Thanos fist punches Romani and leaves, like, you know, a, a, like a four-foot hole in his chest, circular, and he's just talking still. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if you have lungs anymore, man. Uh, but he, like, takes it out. And, you know, you know it is... <laughs> I have my notes. What is the point of anything? LOL, I'm the last summon. Uh, he summons up, you know, uh, because he's the original Solomon, he, like, holds up his ten rings of power or whatever, something like a Marvel movie. I think that was the ten rings... Shang-Chi, and he's like, I'm going to actually defeat you and take you away, does all of this. Uh, I will say that at this time, Fujimaru has three command seals. You see him on his glove, and he starts using them, but I have no clue what actually happens with those with those command seals, okay? I'm telling you that right now. And then, like, they, you know, they beat him. They technically beat him, but, like, Fujimaru has to get back to base. The world's crumbling around him, and I have literally on my notes Metal Gear Solid 5 ending. He meets Guillotia at the end, but he's like totally depowered, just a husk of himself. 
And they start just punching each other, literally like at the end of Metal Gear Solid Five, where they're so Great. tired. And you're like, these are just two old guys, two wet noodles, just trying to punch and knock each other out. Um, and eventually, you know, he wins. Everyone's happy. Fujimura comes back, and there's literally like an Evangelion congratulations clap with, with the entire crowd right there. Grand Order's complete. They've saved the world. And Joe, this is the worst thing. I was almost going to have this as a hot take. I'm so fucking pissed. After all of this ordeal, somehow, MASH comes back. It's still alive. The little, the little creature resurrected her. Maybe that's what his command was for. I don't know why, but she comes back. And I'm like, finally, Fujimaru and MASH, this is your time. End of the movie. You've been there together forever. Let's do the final kiss. You clearly like each other, right? Of course. They go there, and they do a fucking handshake. They literally do a handshake, and they're like, good job. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's it? After everything? Not even a kiss on the cheek? Oh, my God. And then it's end. And it ends. Because it's something after credit scene with, like, Da Vinci or something that she kind of knew who, who Armani was, but I don't care. Uh, I'll give the movie a 7 out of 10, Joe. But wow. I will say, if anything, the fight scenes with all the the summons, that's great. Those two fights, that's great. Everything else, a lot of babble about nothing, and there's no final cool. kiss. There you go. But... <laughs> Thank you for listening to me for all this that this shit. Get it off your chest. <laughs> and I'm I'm I, and I can't believe that I have seen every fate movie to date. I I, I can't believe I'm actually able yeah. to say that. Uh, but my fate doesn't end there. I'm going back to the wheel of fate. I'm gonna be rolling to see what I'm gonna be watching next week for my homework assignment where I've seen every single fate movie spin-off series on my list of wheel of fate turn 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 let us know what i'm going to be enduring i am going to carnival phantasm haven't been there in a while and i am going to be watching episode uh what is this one <laughs> episode six a tv soap opera episode that stars writer and attempts to protect sakura from a malicious brother Great. Okay. Enjoy. Episode six. Final. Hey, really quick. Like 10, 10 minutes nice. long. Ah, there we go. Joe, what's our last segment? Oh, we, got we have here? our ever rotating lists of the waifu watch and the best boy bulletin, where every week one of us brings a character for the other's perusal and we place them into these ever rotating character Definitive. lists. And I think I'm bringing a best boy. Yes, you are bringing a best boy. Last time, if I remember correctly, I brought Recky from Skate you the did Infinity. Bring Recky from Skate the Infinity. All right, I'll bring another semi-recent character. Let me get his name up first. Okay. Get his name up first. We know him. You know him. You love him. He comes from our other anime of the year. Ooh. Let us, yes. Great pretender? Let us bring, what is his name? It's not Edamame. That's just what they call him. 
It is Edamura. Makoto Edamura. Makoto Edamura. Let's bring him Edamura today. I I like Edamora. So Edamora is our our main character of Great Pretender. He is a a swindler, con artist in Japan, uh, doing more of like petty crimes. But he catches the eye of the uh, wonderful Laurent and is 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 basically joins the the ranks of the greater con men and goes with his journey with Laurent to steal money from a bunch of rich people. And yeah, Edamora. I, I, I like the character in terms of, I like his relationship with uh, all the characters that he has. I like, um, I'm trying to remember the second season has the issue with his father, right? Where we get a lot more of his backstory. Yeah, we learned about the backstory of his father, also um, originally being a, a in I think a, I think he was a criminal prosecutor, but you learn that his father actually was dirty. But yes, we do know there was like some there's a, there's an asterisk mark on there as well. But it causes basically him to be uh, sent to jail. And Makoto's mother also can't live without him because, you know, the grief. And I believe she, she dies in the hospital, too, the failing health. Um, but, yeah, Edamora, he's, he's, he's great. I think he's more of the straight man, a little bit more grounded. Because mm-hmm. he thinks that everyone in Laurent's crew is a little, uh, a little weird and crazy. Um, and even tries to get out of the job, too, uh, at one point, where he wants to live an honest life. Uh, but he's brought back into the world of scheming again in season two and, you know, gets to be reunited with his father. Indeed. But, um, yeah. What do you, uh, what do you think of it? It's fantastic. Great character. I mean, yeah, you, you really get to see him grow from, from a nothing two bit crook to able to string a job together. You really get to see this, this kid grow into the business as it will. So yeah, I, I think he's great. I think he's great. I don't know. Where do you want to put him? Uh, he's definitely quick on his feet and is able to really get himself out of sticky situations. So I I'm thinking, um, you know, very more cerebral characters who are, you know, good at talking their ways out of, (laughs) of like issues so, you know, first, are we putting him above Ryuji Kaji, for example, who also, I would say, is, is also very char- ch- charismatic? Mm, my, yeah, my gut no. right now says no. No. All right, then we're going down. So, for a reference, everyone, Ryuji Kaji, who we do love, has captured our hearts. He's at number 20. So, then we kind of get to, like, our, 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 our shonen section, which kind of makes sense. We got Deku, Naruto, Goku, Hinata, you think they're below? You think Edamora is below them? <sighs> Maybe I don't know. I would say I like him more than Hinata, or I like Hinata more than him. I'd say. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe I, I like him more than Sagara from Kenshin. Well, yeah, okay. I could. I, would I could I... put him in between there. But it's tough because of Shirogane is number thirty. We love Shirogane too, and Armin Kyose. We talked about from Lorelai in April. Do we like Edamora more than him? I I, I would definitely Edam- say better. Edamura in the 30s? We're putting him in killer B territory? No fucking way. 
<laughs> he's better than uh, Futaro yeah, for quintuplets. Absolutely. absolutely. So as a best as a best boy, I mean, is he real hideable? Uh, questionable, questionable. Uh, you want to put above? Uh, so above uh, Sonosuke Sagara, who likes to drink a lot, and then um, to for Hinata from Haikyuu, You want above or below? Because we have Goku go in number twenty six or twenty seven. Below. Below, below Goku, Hinata, be- above no, Hinata. Below Hinata. Below Hinata, above uh, Sanosuke Sagara from Rony Kenshin. Okay, number new oh, number twenty nine. Give us a little piece there as it I is. type number this in. Number twenty, Ryuji Kaji Evangelion. Number twenty one, Archer Vates Day Night. Number twenty two, Karama Yu Yu Hakusho. Number twenty three, John from Attack on Titan. Number twenty four, Kirito from Sword Art Online. Number twenty five, Deku from My Hero Academia. Number twenty six, Naruto from Naruto. Number twenty seven, Goku from Dragon Ball. Number twenty eight, Hinata from Haikyuu. Number twenty nine, Edamura from The Great Pretender. Number thirty, Sanosuke from Rony Kenshin. <laughs> that is your bit of the list this week so without further ado that brings us to another end of another episode of weeb weekly so without further ado steve where can people find you at you can find me at save cosplay on twitter and at save point cosplay on instagram you can check out my new cosplay photos i posted and you can find me at joey's vo on all major social media platforms but we now come to our customary ending, Steve's hot take, where he's going to give you a nice, big old hot take with zero context, zero explanation. That is just the end of the show. Steve, what's your hot take? I am thinking back to the Phoenix Wright anime, but also the game too. But it is an anime where I'm like, throughout the entire uh, show and the game series, we do see uh, Mia manifest herself into maya who is the, the the assistant for um phoenix wright and me of course is the the dead prosecutor who you know assists um phoenix wright but what's crazy is that she possesses and literally transforms her younger sister into herself in front of everyone in the entire courtroom and no one seems to realize this or think it's kind of weird they kind of think something's off but no one's able to put it together and i'm like how did this this girl age like 20 years in front of our eyes and clearly have a different body i don't know how this is my hot take is how dense is everyone in this show in this in this game series thank you again.